Hello and welcome friends. You are listening to Raising Parents, a podcast for modern parents on a journey to become aware, conscious and mindful parents. I'm your host Saloni Singh, a mom of two amazing teenage daughters, a wife, parents and family coach and a friend. I'm here to share my stories, experiences and challenges as a mother and coach to support you in your parenting journey of growth, self-mastery and raising yourselves as parents to ultimately raise emotionally healthy and happy children. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. You don't want to miss the fun, love and great time we are going to have here together. You can join me on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Castbox or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Now let's dive in the first episode with this amazing story. Thousands of years ago, or so the story goes, the word of God was transcribed into written form. Because there was no word processor, photocopiers or even printing press, monks would painstakingly copy ancient text by hand. It could easily take an year to complete even one document. A young monk who had abandoned the search for worldly pleasures wanted to see for himself the ancient text and drink directly from the source of all wisdom. He volunteered to help copy the ancient text, but soon he realized that he was in fact not copying the ancient text at all. He was copying the copies of the text which were copied by other monks who did the same as well. In his enthusiasm and curiosity, he asked the abbot if it was possible to check the original text which was stored deep in the vaults of the monastery. After all, the monk reasoned, if there has been any mistakes made, these have been passed from generation to generation. The old abbot declined his request and said, there is nothing to worry about these things. And the young monk dutifully obeyed. Years passed by, and the young monk was no longer that young. His hard work and years of beautiful service has led him now being chosen as a new abbot, when the old abbot had died. Instead of filling his time copying ancient wisdom, he found himself time for contemplation and reflection. And soon enough, his old curiosity and thirst for truth returned. He took it upon himself to go down into the vaults at the heart of the monastery and stayed down for months and months, poring over the ancient texts by candlelight, pausing only to pray, sleep and eat meals that were left outside the door of the vault every morning. One day, a young monk came to gather the empty dishes and he heard what sounded like a distant crying. Going down the walls was forbidden, but young monk couldn't stop himself. He made his way down into the sacred heart of the monastery, and there he found his beloved new abbot, sobbing uncontrollably. What's the matter, abbot? the young monk asked, shockingly. The weary abbot looked hopelessly into the gentle eyes of the young man and said, We have made a terrible mistake. The original word was celebrate. I love this story from this beautiful book, 
सुपर कोच बाई वन ऑफ माई फेवरेट ऑथर एंड कोच माइकल नील टेक ए मोमेंट टू थिंक अबाउट द स्टोरी हाउ मच इट्स रिलेटेड टू आवर लाइफ द वर्ड ऑफ गॉड वॉज सेलिब्रेट दैट्स वट वी आर हेयर फॉर सो वैन वॉज द लास्ट टाइम यू सेलिब्रेटेड योर सेल्फ एज अ ह्यूमन बींग एज अ मॉम एज अ डैड and how many times do you find yourself criticizing and condemning you saying things like i'm not good enough as a mom as a dad i wish i was more patient with my children i screamed again at my kids i am so short tempered what's wrong with me feeling bad that you are not spending enough time with your kids do you ever tell yourself I am the most loving, caring, kind, affectionate parent. I am the best mom or the best dad. I remember when my daughters were little, they used to give me these cute little handmade cards, and in every card it was written best mom ever. I would wonder, am I really the best mom? And think of all the things I was doing wrong or I could have done better, rather than just receiving the love and compliments. and don't we do the same for our children as well when was the last time you celebrated your child for who they are not on their birthday not for what they have achieved their marks their grades or trophies they win just for being who they are especially when they are not so little is it possible even if just for some time that you could just put all your worries on the side about feeding them getting their homework done making them study so they get good marks pushing them ahead in this race and just be with them without any agenda without any goal of accomplishing or teaching them something just celebrating the togetherness looking at them with awe with wonder when our children are little babies we look into their eyes and feel the miracle of life I'm sure you can relate with that but as they grow up we stop doing that the usual humdrum of life day to day stuff to do list takes over sometime back i was telling my preteen daughter i'm so proud of you darling and she said but you shouldn't be mama why not i asked her because i'm not doing that well you know and i was like baby i'm proud of you for who you are It's good when you do well in your studies or you eat all your veggies or do the things i like but mama is super proud of you for the amazing caring loving funny person you are you are my star and her eyes twinkled like a star i thought i hadn't told her this for some time so she had forgotten and i realized something interesting that day Like I hadn't told myself for long how proud I am of me. Actually, I've been beating myself for things I wasn't able to achieve, or for not being able to fulfill all my expectations from myself. Somewhere we have this notion that if we criticize ourselves long enough, make ourselves feel bad, feel guilty and shame, we will improve our bad habits and our attitudes. and that's what we do with our children as well we keep on telling them what's wrong in their behavior and attitude in a hope that they will improve while the reality is totally opposite we cannot make ourselves or our children feel bad 
and then expect them to improve about something because that brings their energy and enthusiasm to change down. The only way to help them or ourselves is first celebrate, connect and only then think of correcting. For most of us, including me, celebrating ourselves doesn't often come that easy. We spend far too much time and energy focused on what we think is wrong with us and our lives. So what does celebrating ourselves and others mean actually? The ultimate meaning of celebrating ourselves is accepting ourselves in a loving way. If we truly love ourselves, the small things, the petty issues that we worry about in life actually will become meaningless. We may still have some worries, but our goals, dreams and aspirations wouldn't be from a place of fear that we have to prove ourselves in order to be accepted and valued. If we have true self-appreciation and self-love, the motivation for our goals will dramatically change to something we are genuinely connected with, our purpose in life, something we really want to accomplish. On the flip side, if we don't love and celebrate ourselves, our children and our lives, nothing much really matters. No matter what we conquer, create or experience, we'll not be able to fully appreciate it or to be fulfilled in the process because we will be constantly striving to be validated in an insatiable way. We spend most of our lives thinking that something else or someone can give us what only we can give to ourselves. To be truly fulfilled in life, we have to find that love and validation within us and give it to ourselves first. No other person, amount of money, material possessions or accomplishments can do it for us. It's only up to us. And we find great strength in the process of celebrating. So how to celebrate and connect deeply? It's about slowing down, noticing your experiences and acknowledging and appreciating yourself and everyone around you. Every night reflect before going to bed how I celebrated myself today. And when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, how can I celebrate myself today? And then go ahead and do it. Through all of your challenges and successes, I invite you to stop, breathe, feel and celebrate yourself. Here is how. Celebrate you. The way you are, the tone of your skin, the color of your hair, the lines and bumps on your face, showing who you are. As you are an original diamond. Your weathered nature, life coursing through you, having carved one of multiple ways leading to you. Celebrate you. Not for where you have been, not what you have accomplished, not where you are going, nor any goals you have, but simply where you are in this, this very moment. Suspended between the known and the unknown, grounded in the vast open expanse of nothing, where you can be and do without any constraints, beckoning you to unfold openly, undirected, wherever your instinct leads you, celebrate you. Thankful of the past, trusting in the future, powerful in the present. There is no need for you to fear here. The now, this moment, has no agenda, no expectations, no philosophy of the good life. When worries arise, you recognize them as echoes from the past. When wishes arise, you recognize them as distractions from the present. 
you've got everything you need right here. It is who you are. Within you, it is you. Celebrate you. By jumping for joy, by giving from a place of ease, by receiving from those around you, by sitting in silence, by breathing deep, by living, it doesn't take much to celebrate who you are. All it takes is the acknowledgement that underneath it all, through it all, in it all, you are. Celebrate you. Not just the sides others commend you on, nor merely the parts you identify with, but all of you. The shine and the scars, the successes and the brags, the doubts, the trials and the drags, the triggers, the knockouts, the embarrassments and the snags. All of them. Stepping stones on the path that is you. Celebrate you. Not out of pride, nor out of a need to compete, to stay alive above the fray, but out of abundance, out of curiosity and trust, intuiting that there will be a space somewhere that may breathe more easily when you do so. Celebrate you. A beautiful poem by Daniel Wendy. So keep celebrating yourself every single day and I will see you soon in the next episode of Raising Parents. Till then, keep growing, keep evolving and have a joyful life with your children. Much love, signing off, Saloni Singh. Thank you so much for listening.